0: Hello, friend. I'm Mike McCurry, and this is the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles, go to the book of Exodus chapter 14. And while you do so, let me ask, do you know the story, the true story, of Malala Yusuf Zai? Malala, you may have heard in the news, young lady, born in 1997 in a portion of Pakistan where the Taliban held control. They prohibited young ladies from getting any sort of education. And at a young age, she began, through her father's encouragement and the fact that he allowed for her education, she began publishing a blog under a pseudonym detailing the oppressiveness of the Islamic Taliban regime. She suffered consequences for her bravery and for her actions. We'll return to that in just a moment. Grab your Bibles. Turn to the book of Exodus chapter number 14. I'll join you there in just a moment. But before we go there and we finish this story, let me tell you about a gospel tract. This one that I have in my hands is called I'm Not Afraid to Die. And this gospel tract has a background. You can see the tops of clouds as if taken from a An airplane from a helicopter, beautiful picture, the color gradients on here, the blues and the oranges are very pleasing to look at, kind of gives you a sense, evokes heaven just a little bit. But it tells the story, this gospel tract written by a friend of mine, Brother Byron Fox, tells the story of his recollection of a lady, a lady who had lived a full life of 91 years old. She passed away. But she had planned well for her future, and when she was 84, she had asked Byron Fox to do her funeral, and she had left some instructions about the proceedings. And she said this, I'm not afraid to die. I hope you can say that today. I'll be honest with you. I'm not looking on, looking to go on the next busload to heaven. I'm not looking to meet Peter and Luke and Matthew and Paul and Timothy. I'm not looking to meet them today. I'm not even planning on meeting them tomorrow. The Lord knows I could. But I will say this. Because of the faith that I have placed in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, I'm not going to a place called hell. I'm so thankful for it. I'm not proud of the way that I've lived my life. I'm just a sinner saved by grace, but because of Jesus Christ, because of the fact that he died for you and he died for me, he can take the sin stains, the things that we look back at our past and say, wiped clean, paid in full. You don't need to pay for them anymore. Let me encourage you, though sin leaves consequences, it can leave scars, it doesn't have to take you to that place called hell. Let me encourage you to go to bibletracksinc.org if you have questions about this gospel track. If you're a Christian and you'd like this gospel track to pass out to family and friends, I keep what I try to keep at least a couple of these gospel tracks in my tract wallet in my back pocket. I actually need to refill, and so I'm going to take this one right here and I'm going to stick it in my tract wallet right now, so it gives me one extra. But let me encourage you today: go to bibletracksinc.org and order your very own as. well well. But if you're listening and you say, you know, I'm a little concerned about life after death. I'm not even sure there is life after death. What does the Bible say about that? Let me encourage you to reach out to me. You can text me directly. 309 316 0 I'll give you that number one more time And this goes out to all of our listeners If you have a question, a comment, a concern Something about this broadcast or about our ministry I'd love to hear from you But most of all, if you're listening and struggling with your eternity Reach out today Get your phone out Get a piece of paper, a pen Write it down 309-316-7240 Now, I was telling you a story Malala Yusuf Zai, a young lady born in a place in Pakistan where the Taliban held sway. And she, writing using her fingers, just typing away, publishing this blog for people to read, captivated people's hearts and minds. But it also angered those people. Those, to call them people, almost seems like a slight against humanity. People that would mistreat not only their countrymen and countrywomen so poorly, but would also, as one man did, a masked gunman, came up on a bus that she was riding as a young girl and shot her in the head because they found out that she was the one riding these things. Things that did not go along with the party line. Things that were at odds with what the Taliban espoused. She was able... To recover. And she was able to be gotten out of the country. She was given a choice about going back. Of course, there is danger to her. Danger to her family. And she decided to use the platform that had been given to her. Because of the circumstances of life. For the sake of being an activist. For freedom. For education. For liberty. And so, she became one of the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winners of all time. Malala Yousafzai, decided that there was nothing back there for her. Now, realize there are many lost people in Pakistan, many people that we have had the opportunity to even reach. We've put literally millions of gospel tracts from Bible Tracts Incorporated into the nation of Pakistan, and Lord willing, we will continue to do so in future. But Malala decided for her personally, there was nothing back there for her. And I would say a wholehearted amen to that. But then we find ourselves looking at Scripture. Exodus chapter 14. We see the Israelites. Let's read it very quickly. Exodus 14 verse 10. We've covered these verses. I want to I want to pry out one more truth from this set of verses before we continue on throughout the remainder of the week. Exodus 14.10. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they, the Israelites, were sore afraid... And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians, than that we should die In the wilderness. They were ready to go live a life of literal slavery over dying with a little bit of liberty, over dying in freedom. May I tell you, friend, there is nothing back there for you. What am I talking about? There are some of you that were saved out of circumstances that would absolutely curl your ear hairs, things that would make you go, oh my, I could never imagine that you would have gone through something so horrible, and there will be times in your life that you feel like the present pushes you down, and the circumstances of life crush you, and the pressures of this world push you down so much that you think, I might as well go back to the way it was. I might as well leave this whole life of Christ, this whole Christianity thing. I might as well swear off all of this. I don't want to be a person of the book of the Bible anymore. I want to go back. Can I tell you, friend, there would be no graver, no greater mistake that you could make today than to go back to what God has saved you from. The Israelites had come out of an amazing had come out in an amazing way. God had led them out by his strong arm, and here they are, whining and moaning, saying, we want to go back. What fools, but what fools we are when we do the same. You know the Bible verses, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. Is that how we approach our difficult circumstances? Or do we, as I quoted, I think, on Mon- the Monday broadcast, when in trouble or in doubt, run in circles, scream, and shout. I hope that's not your response to adversity. I hope that's not your response to difficulty. No, we should, Psalm 56, verse 3, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Is that our response? Or do we do like the Israelites and think, I might as well go back. It's not worth it. They whined. They moaned. Said, we remember the cucumbers. My girls, Emmy and Lucy, they love cucumbers. If you make some homemade ranch with one of those little packets, some mayonnaise, they will absolutely demolish a cucumber by themselves. Now, I love cucumbers. I like them too. But can I tell you, cucumbers aren't good enough for me to live in slavery. And the devil will dangle all sorts of carrots or cucumbers or you name it. They they talked about the onions and the garlics and the cucumbers and the leeks and the melons. Can I tell you, there's not a melon, watermelon. There's not a cantaloupe. There's not a you fill in the blank that's good enough for me to want to live in slavery. But oftentimes in those hard circumstances, we start to second guess, don't we? May I tell you, just like Malala decided for her life outside of Pakistan, that there is nothing back there for her? Can I tell you, there's nothing when you look back on the landscape of sin that you came out of? There's nothing back there for you. But it may be that you're listening right now and you would say, I'm living there, Micah. I know what you're talking about. I am right now beset. I am right now, this this thing of sin, some addiction, some difficulty, some pressure, it's got its hooks in me, and I can't seem to get away as it drags me ever so slowly to hell. Friend, if you die in your sins, that's the only way you go to hell. If you're right now listening, I've said it before, but if you've got a pulse, God's got a purpose for your life. And if you don't know him and his precious son and the shed blood, he He, he died for you on the cross of Calvary. If you don't know him as Savior, friend, today is the day, the opportunity for our salvation. Don't let another day go by. Would you please reach out to me? I would love, I will personally connect with you. Sometimes I get so many messages, it takes me a little while to respond, but I will personally communicate with you about your need. I'll put you in touch with a good church in your area. All you have to do is reach out. The announcer at the conclusion of the program is going to tell you all the ways that you can contact me, but just in case, text me today at this phone number. You ready? I'm going to give it to you one time, real slow. Here's that phone number 309 three one six seven two four zero i want to thank you so much for listening tomorrow on the broadcast we're going to look at the preparation for victory the israelites did not live in limbo for long because the strong hand of god that had brought them out of egypt oh it continued to deliver them from the egyptians and from and across the red sea join us tomorrow and all this week on the bible tract echoes radio broadcast i want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you for listening have a great day for his glory god bless